Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. 60% of people are suffering from a chronic disease today. There are five main sources in our home that are contributing to those chronic diseases. And most people have no idea that they're using materials within their homes that are actually making them sick. What if you could clean your home safely? You could have easy to make recipes with items you already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to have you with another episode of the Toxin Terminator. Now, if you have not gone to my website yet, make sure you check it out. We've got some new fun things happening at the top of that website with, uh, like right now, my book is being featured. So if you haven't got yourself a copy of the Toxin Terminator, Finding Renewed Health, Focus, and Energy, you need to go grab that. Today's episode is going to be so fun. You know, we're always focusing on toxins within the body, toxins within the home, but how about the home, the home itself? And that's what we're covering today. My friend Jennifer Kaufman has built, what would you even call a healing home? What do you want to call your home? I call it a healthy home, but uh, it's a dream home too, so both ways work. <laughs> it's a dream healthy home. You know, she not only was it the products that she used in the construction of the home itself, and we're going to talk about that, but also in the design, the layout, the energy, the feng shui, all those things that play an integral part in how healthy we are that we don't even realize makes a difference in what's happening in our lives. We're going to tap into all of that. So if you're in a spot where you might be creating your new home, this is going to be a two-part series because today we're talking about her home that she built in Colorado. And um, my husband and I are actually building a home here in Iowa. And Jennifer and I have been talking and we're going to do a second episode where she's walking me through uh, some shifts that maybe we want to make in the plans and just uh, you know how things can be laid out to optimize things for us, for both my husband and I uh, inside the home. So Jennifer, I'm so glad to have you here. And what a great topic that we don't get to talk about all the time. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about it. And thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so glad you're doing your house too, because one thing I want to make, I, I'm extremely sensitive. So I have had to make some choices and um, decisions about this house that are because I'm so very sensitive. Not everyone is this sensitive. So you don't have to go to this extreme to make it a healthy home and that you don't have to make 100% healthy choices. There are options that you can take to, you know, mitigate or make it a little bit better than it was. But um, the bottom line of living in a healthy home is your surroundings are everything. You sleep here, you eat here, you breathe here, you raise your kids, you 
So everything you see, you touch, you feel, you smell has an effect, all five senses for your body to be able to thrive where you live. So for us, um, I lived, we did a renovation at our home and I got very, very ill. And I didn't really understand how toxic substances like paint and formaldehyde and things that you were finishing your wood floors with and living through it and the dust and all that stuff can really affect you. So um, I want to first encourage people to take high precautions when they're doing a remodel to, to keep everything really clean. Like don't even try to do it with your own stuff in the house. Take everything out. (laughs) What a task. What a task. It's a huge but, task. But it's it's so true. We don't realize so all the things that are surrounding us that are affecting, you know, everything is an energy. And I just love that you're all about the energy, right? Mm. Um, you know, so it's either gonna raise our energy levels or it's gonna lower it, right? That's right. You know, yeah, you know, elevated emotions can be affected by your surroundings. So yeah. if you are even clutter, which gets into the design of the house and how you lay things out and how it has, you know, wind and water flow through everything. So yes, paying attention and doing it on purpose is, is extremely beneficial. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and I, and I get, not everybody is in a place where, oh my gosh, we just built our house six months ago, or we just built, you know, we're not in a position to move, but aren't there things that we can do And on an ongoing basis, just to kind of minimize, you know, things like maybe you want to take the carpet out, you know, maybe take it out of the room, like your bedroom and your living room, the two rooms that you're most in. Um, Did we freeze? Yes. I mean, there are degrees of difficulty, so to speak. So you could go all the way, you can go whole hog. And there are things like carpet, which is one of the major proponents of chemical toxicity in a home. Um, if you remove a carpet, there are carpets that you could put in that do not have formaldehyde in them, that do not have synthetic fibers that get released into your lungs. Um, so if you do already have that, carpet's the first thing I'd remove. Um, and and you can replace it with like a solid wood substance that's easy, not solid, or cork, or um, I have porcelain floors that mm-hmm. look like wood. So there's many, many there's so many more places now that you can purchase toxin-free, chemical-free, no VOC products. Oh, that, yeah. uh, it's, it's so encouraging because when I yeah. built this house, there was hardly anything. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Treehouse, but it was a Texas company. It was and they put us two stores down and it was an incredible resource for healthy home building. I mean, it was the kind of place you could walk in and trust because they had chosen everything and they had looked at the specs on it, the MDS sheets. If it had any toxins, they didn't carry it. They wouldn't order it from the company if it was, you know, had anything harmful to a customer. Okay, and, uh, and tell me again, because we froze up a little bit there. It was called the Treehouse Company? It was called Treehouse, yes. Ah, I love that. It, I mean, it was just an incredible resource. I was their biggest fan. I'm telling you what. So I went in there and I was just floored with what was able to be used and purchased and found. Um, and, you know, as a business, it was difficult because they weren't the only ones carrying the product. Right. So that's good in one case, because you can go to Home Depot and all you have to do is look at the MSDS sheets and know the chemicals that you are not supposed to have. And we could put up a list of those, but um it, you have to do your homework and you have right. to do your research, but right. most of the toxicity in a home is from off-gassing, meaning yes. it's a 
it's made with a toxic chemical and then it takes a little while for it to come out. Sometimes it could be 13, 12, 13 years that it takes that same chemical to off gas till it no longer has that chemical inside of it. And then at that point you're kind of going, okay, if it was a carpet, I need a new carpet now because it does tend to fall apart without those toxic chemicals holding it together. <laughs> right. Right. It so bodies with formaldehyde and that's what's in your carpet. So, Oh, well, yeah. And people have no idea. I mean, you know, honestly, when I got into this whole journey and, and people probably hear me say this all the time, they're like, Amy, get a new line to say, but uh, you know, I honestly believe it was, was sold in the store. It was safe for me. You know, that was my perception is if I can buy it in a store, it is safe for me. And that is so far from the truth. Uh, It's just insane uh, what what things are allowed to be sold on our shelves in the United States. And you just would never you would never, never, never fathom that you know, to be the case. So when you were building, when we're talking materials, because there's a whole lot of aspects to this here. But talk about, you know, what are some of the kind of top things? And are we talking finishing products or in the everything? Yes. So when I was, uh, it took me about a year and a half to research everything. And Paula Baker Laporte wrote a book that was indispensable to my being able to, to, you know, make this whole house. Um, it, I think her book's called I've forgotten. It's the healthy home book or, I mean, I've read it so many times I could see it in my face, but so what she, was her name? What was her name Paula again? Baker Laporte. And she has a company called Eco Nest and they build healthy houses in Oregon. And she helps, she's a consultant. I did hire her as a consultant. I did most of the work myself, but then I kind of gave her my plans and mm-hmm. um, she looked him over and said, you know, turn your driveway side, you know, turn your garage sideways or leave the space here. So you don't get the chemicals from your car into the house. So when we did this, we, we started from start to finish because we figured if we were going to build a house, we might as well do it right. Right. So we researched, I researched all the materials and then chose the outside structure to be Fazwell, which is insulated concrete form. Okay. Now, that's a vapor permeable substance, which through the building industry here, or at least the Douglas County representatives for the it was so hard because they don't build with vapor permeability that allows moisture in and out of the house. And it keeps, you don't get anything trapped. I don't grow any mold. Um, so there was, there were many reasons why I picked the Fazwell, but it's an insulated concrete form that you fill with rebar. Okay. And I didn't want to build a Faraday cage. So I used fiberglass rebar and then you fill those holes in with concrete. So I basically have a solid house now on the outside, which doesn't grow mold, doesn't like insects don't like, um, there were just millions of reasons why it was such a beneficial product. Plus it was using recycled wood. I mean, there was just a multitude of benefits. Did you have any problems with the zoning as you were going through with the different materials that you were using? Or the zoning, the county did have some problems with how I was building things. So the block structure does cause you to you can't always get exactly like the floor plan says it's going to. And so if they would come in and check the wall, the, the wall would be bigger or smaller and they'd say, well, and, or the window's not the right place. And you're like, okay, but it's okay. And they made <laughs> me do some different things like place rubber under my stucco, which I didn't want and didn't need. And it caused my stucco to crack. So I have some things that I would definitely recommend 
and I learned about all that. And I said, if you build a healthy house, this is what you need to know. I had to educate them all on every product I was using because it was a different application than a regular home building process. But, right, right. Yeah. I, and I, and I, yeah, I asked because, you know, I know how sticky sometimes, you know, the planning and zoning can be. And then when you're, when you're saying, hey, I want to do this, this, and this, um, you know, what that process might start looking like. <laughs> Yes. Well, we ran into a lot of things during the process where they could have looked at it and didn't understand and could have asked me, but instead it delayed the process because they weren't quite sure what I was doing. Right. And then I had to explain to them, you know, this is why the wall is this way. This is why you don't need reinforcement because it's a solid concrete wall with rebar. I mean, those are the things that are, <laughs> kind of, I was the, I was the GC for the project. I had a great builder from Texas, but, um, he didn't want to be, I had to be the GC because he didn't have a license in Colorado. Right. Um, and I had the research, I had the expertise about healthy products to build. So um, it's hard to find people to build the healthy house. You have to be your own advocate. You have to understand why you're doing it, why you're choosing the product so that you can walk through and say, no, you can't use that cock. I know you're used to it, but you can right. use that when you have to use this one, take everything like that to your truck. Don't put this in my house. And, yeah. and um, then you tell them why, even if they don't want to know, but yeah. <laughs> Well, and it, it makes it, it uh, makes sense that you're your general contractor because right. you're your biggest advocate and you know all the information versus, you know, while your gentleman was great when what he did, he wouldn't have the knowledge that you had with the research, right. you know, to be able to do that. And we worked well together because he would say, okay, I can't find that product that you want me to use. Right. This is what I can find. And so I would research it and say, okay, we can use that product, but we can paint it with this substance to lock the toxins in and I won't worry about it. Right. So we did a lot of sort of like balancing and checking and um, right. using what, what we could. And my other thing was I wanted to use every single piece of everything that we bought. So I didn't want to cause any waste. I wanted to make sure we disposed of everything properly. So that takes more time with the build because it, there's so much trash involved with building a house. I, I had no idea. And, right. uh, but, but dealing with it and making sure it gets in the dumpster and you're not throwing toxic things into the dump and landfill. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's a whole process. It's a whole mindset. I'm hoping that there will be entire companies that will sort of, you know, set up two dumpsters. This one's for the recycle and this one's for the landfill and they're going right. to consciously remove them and make sure that they don't, you know, Right. Cause it. Cause so long to the how long did it take from, you know, the start that you broke ground until it was finished? Well, we broke ground in August and a year later in August, we got our certificate of occupancy. I am not going to go so far as to tell you that it was finished, <laughs> but we could live there. And it took <laughs> us, we did some interior finishes. Uh -huh. And I mean, we're still doing interior finishes sure. because we like craftsmanship and sometimes we didn't know exactly what we wanted to put someplace and weren't in any specific hurry to, wasn't impacting living in the house. So right. Right. Uh, you can I really see that wood wall in the back. Yes. So we bought beetle kill pine and we routed it ourselves and we fitted it to the wall. We made those little niches and we added lights to it. And so there was a little bit of engineering and, you know, making sure I found non-toxic products to put into those things and then finishing it properly. But so everything <laughs> in this house is like that. It's all been researched, and so I didn't pick trees that were causing harm to the environment. They were sustainable. But, you know, I, I picked logging companies that were local, so that they I knew where they were cutting from, and they weren't clear cutting anything. And right, um, I planted 
at 200 trees to, to overcompensate for the ones that I used. And <sighs> my thing with, with my business is that that's my kind of philanthropy is trees, because I feel like that's a good legacy to leave no matter what, just keep replanting the trees. So I think it's important that people pay attention to where their wood comes from in their build, because it is possible that you're using something that's depleting the environment. You should know about that. You should consciously choose that if that's the case. Right. Well, know about the, the, the wood as far as, you know, depleting the environment. But I think about all of the wood, like for instance, on our bunkhouse um, that was built here, uh, what was it a summer ago or so, you know, the chemicals that the wood gets treated with is insane. Insane. Um, You know, that, that, you know, I think about what do they call it? Green treated lumber. Is that what they call it? And there's, yeah. And there's yellow, yellow wood. <laughs> yellow wood. And, yeah, and it's like, this is not green in the sense of green and healthy at all. <laughs> it's far I from would, it. Yeah. No, and and it's, it's treated like that. So insects don't eat it. It's treated like that. So it won't mold, but it's also killing people because if you're exposed to those things and you get shavings of that wood and you breathe that in, then you're getting that toxic chemical that that wood was treated with in your lungs and it doesn't really ever leave right Um, it's not like you can open your lungs up and just take that stuff out so (laughs) god god so you know one of the things that in i i think about you know our newer homes today is they're so energy efficient and locked up tight that you know, so when we are building and, and we've got the things, whether they're the everyday products that we're using or the materials that we're using, it's staying in the home where your home is breathable, right? My home is breathing, yes. And I chose not to do any air ducts. So I have 10 mini splits to do heating and cooling. No, wait a minute. You got to... Um, window so I get some good cross drafts. So I don't have to use any... Oh, there you are. Oh, we, we, yeah, we had a little bit of an issue there. Um, you have no air ducts in the house. So I placed 10 mini splits throughout the house and they do both heating and cooling. And so they draw directly from the outside. The units are placed on the garage away from the house. And, um, so I can control my temperature. I can turn them completely off. I just clean the filters in the mini splits. So I don't worry about, uh, dust getting stuck in air vents and, you know, so um, I highly recommend that option for heating and cooling. If it, it, they, uh, they estimated 10 and I probably could have done them six. So Ten. I'm going to say, you know, you can, you can gauge for yourself and use your gut for how many you put in there, but great, great substances. I mean, for, for heating and cooling without causing more dust. Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it? Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. 
Right. I mean, there's so, there's so many people that have allergy issues, respiratory issues, and they have no idea that this is, you know, caused from inside your home, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and in those heating and duct, the filters, you know, that we're using, um, you know, in those heating and cooling systems, there's mold that's building up because you get condensation that builds up inside those. Uh, so many factors uh, inside there. So when you said you have no duct work, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Minute. Now that's, you know, that's a new idea for, for me. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you're talking about closed houses. Just think about how many people bring brand new furniture in and almost all the furniture is coated with a formaldehyde on there so that it doesn't get damaged in the process of shipping. And, you know, it's got good wear and tear and people think that Scotchgard's like this fabulous material. Well, it's not. So yeah. you spray that stuff and you get it sucked up into your air conditioning system and then it blows all over your house and then it takes years to off gas so you don't even know where it's going to land at the end of this process so it's important to pay attention to what you bring in and use and build with and live with and clean (laughs) what so and and you know we talk about all those things with the products inside the home um so the duct work that's like uh, such a cool concept. My my mind is just still blown with that. What other things that you did you do um, inside? You know, or building the home that is a, a seriously a new concept for a lot of people. Well, I, I did a I did a lot of things people might consider woo woo, and so I'll tell you what they are. Uh-huh. So um, I ended up picking this place. I do. I'm an astrologer, and I. I didn't even know this when I picked the place, but I have Taurus, Venus, uh, Taurus, Libra, Rising, which are both ruled by Venus. And this house sits directly on my Venus line for astrocartography. So I did this whole place based on my feng shui and my family's has a complimentary sort of arrangement period. So we, we did the, the directions of the house, like the fire for the kitchen is to the South and, um, the front, our front door is facing West and, you know, the North, everything has its direction. It's all placed properly. The rooms are the right size. We did harmonious sort of arrangements and um, numerological formulations for how the walls would be and where the windows go. Um, I put, it did something called um, a social quadrilateral placed around the home and which is kind of like earth acupuncture. So it balanced the earth energies around the house and it puts the house in the center and creates sort of the octave of, or in the key of F, which is the key of love. So the house is supposed to generate love while you're in here. And I, so I think now, it does. Now, I think it- how do you do that? I mean, you're telling me that there's this, you know, the like acupuncture for the earth around you and you and created this key of F. Yes. So I found the Center for Master Builders, which is in Boulder, and they're also in France. Um, it's it's radiesthesia. It goes with feng shui. It's it's just part of like geomancy. So it's it's kind of similar to dowsing. Okay. So there's underwater and uh, underwater underground ley lines and water lines that you can work with to harmonize the property. And you can do this with your own home, no matter where that where it is. Um, again, it's a whole other science. I did not learn the science in its completeness I hired someone which is what I highly recommend if you don't understand somebody find somebody that does and hire them (laughs) right 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 yeah so we laid the house out based on how we wanted it to be turned it the right direction so I'm at 72 degrees east that's when my the way my house is facing that's how we laid it out that's how the foundation went in and then um 
we, we balanced the property so that the energy was even we buried, I buried stuff in the foundation. I put things in all four areas, plus one of the family in the center. I said, I want this to be a happy home, healthy home. And based on the feng shui, we put bells in the wall. We, um, you know, we, we didn't put windows in certain places and we added windows in other places to make sure that the light hit in the right thing. It's, it's awesome. So that the acoustics, I sing and I can sing in here and have it reverberate at a beneficial frequency. So, (laughs) and the music reverberates on the walls that way. I mean, you can go so far as to design every detail of the house if you want to. And yeah, you can't always control that in a house you've bought, but um, so many things you don't even know to think about, you can add into the design of the house. Is it super important? Not if you're not singing, but even when you have the radio on and it's bouncing the music off, it's still got everything going in the right way. And it it, uh, flips your energy just by being right. But we did the colors that way. Yes. So we, all the artwork, everything is designed to go in the right place in the house and it just creates a harmonious energy within it. And then we live here. I mean, yeah. And I, I can't imagine how that feels every single day. You know, the the attention to detail and creating that energy and everything that you did with, you know, the light and the sound bouncing off because sound can be very healing to our bodies, you know. And, and what's that? Light too. Oh, yes, yes. And all different shades of light. And, um, you know, what... What a, I, I, I can't even imagine what it feels like to walk in your home. It's, it's just got to feel absolutely incredible. It feels healthy. Like yeah. I, well, I'm used to living other places. I've lived in many states. I've had many between my parents and what I've had as, as an adult. And I mean, the difference between walking into my home in Dallas, where mm-hmm. I was not comfortable, I was surrounded, you know, but 10 feet on all three out of four sides with somebody surrounding me. I could feel their Wi-Fi. I could smell their spray paint coming out of their house. I could, you know, there's so many things. This house has nothing, nothing moves. I don't have any equipment that's causing electromagnetic frequency. I mean, we placed all the electricity very low in the walls. So you don't have any electricity running along the walls. We have a circuit in the bedroom that you turn it off at night. So I have no electricity on in my bedroom, disturbing my sleep at night. Ah, what I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, I talk to people about creating that, you know, sanctuary in in the room. Um, People just have no idea what like even a TV screen to have in your bedroom is not good at all, even if you don't have it on, because the screen reflects and our subconscious mind is picking up on those reflections and, and it's tuning into like someone's in the room, you know, it's keeping you on high alert. Same thing with the mirror. yeah, big mirrors, you know, in, in your bedroom that, you know, these are things that we just don't always think about, but we should probably not have in the bedroom so that we get our optimal sleep. I love that. So then do you do any kind of consultation with people to help them work with the materials and the placement? We haven't even gotten into placement of stuff yet. And I want to make sure that we get there. But is this something that you do to help people if they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I want to, you know, to do everything I can within what I've got right now? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yes, I help people. I have done 
I, my, my intention is to get my blog post up for building Holland rock. So I can place a list of everything that I used and did showing pictures so that I can at least get that information out to help people. I do people that know that I'm doing this have called me when they're building their houses and I give any number of recommendations for what I used and what they could use. Right. Um, luckily there's places like green building supply that you can go online and take a look at stuff and it offers complete freedom of toxicity. So you can trust that online. Right. And then I teach people when I can about MSDS sheets and the chemicals that are bad for you and what to look for. So that's like right. the first thing I would tell people is let's, let's become aware. And there's many sites out there. There's Pinterest boards. There's all sorts of stuff that tell you what's toxic. Right. Um, so I tell people, you know, I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to lay your house out. I'm, I mean, it's just time. And if you, if you really want to go to that amount of detail, I'm your girl. Cause I know so much about movement and color and proportion and I use astrology. So I balance it with the people in the home, putting right. the rooms in the right place, using the rooms in the right function. So I, I'm creating sanctuary. If, if you don't want to create a sanctuary, I'm, I'm too much for you. I'm overkill. So yes, <laughs> I do <laughs> do that with people, but it, it, there's not that many people that are on the level of wanting this much influence over their structure. Right, right. Right. It is a unique thing, but there's so much within what you do do that yes. people can actually take. Um, I know like here's one thing that I did. Um, I think we talked about it when we when you were on the podcast earlier that the gal had me. She wanted at least 25 percent free space in my closets so that the energy could flow within the closet, my closet space. Now, if you're like the typical human being, your closet is jam packed full mm -hmm. and then maybe we can cram one more thing in there and then shut the door or, you know, whatever it is that has made such a difference in the just how I feel by creating that space in every closet every cupboard right you know, well and that's what I do is I help people understand what they're made of so I do their astrological blueprint plus their physical so I help them combine those things so you never have too many clothes you only have the right clothes and you keep wearing them until they wear out and then you get new ones so you don't have this explosion in your closet you have one set of dishes not 50 set of dishes in your kitchen and they all match and they go and they even the food you eat is appropriate for that type of presentation because it fits your lifestyle so yeah right. the more you get to know yourself, the more we plan to let there be flow and energy. I mean, energy is just unbound matter. Matter is bound to energy. You can have a balance of both. Right. You just can't have a preponderance of either, or you're kind of overwhelmed with one or the other. Right. Balance is finding the middle ground for that so that you have balance in your space, balance in your closet, balance in your wardrobe. Right. And it can be achieved. It's not actually that hard. You just have to have that awareness and that kind of desire to take the actions it, it takes to get you to that point. Yeah, I love that. So um, what would you suggest? Well, see, everybody's unique. It's not like you can go give a suggestion of you said, you know, you're at a 72 degree angle facing the east because that's what's optimal for you. It's right. not going to be optimal for everybody else. So I'm like stuck in this. Okay. What other well, there, there, there are degrees of difficulty. So right. you can look at your feng shui and you can find your optimal number and you can face, you can find a house that's got a westward facing door. Yeah. You can balance out any structure. You just right. have to know 
what your parameters are in order to balance it because mine's not going to be the same as yours, but that right. doesn't mean it's not doable. Right. Just a little more education, which is never bad. Oh, education is awesome. I, I just love being able to learn new things and, and just eat up all of this, you know, stuff because I, I just feel like when we can learn and do one more thing that helps keep us in that, you know, energized state, that balanced state, that harmonious state, uh, you know, we just feel better. We can show up for life better. You know, we can be that better mom, grandma, wife, entrepreneur, whatever it is that we're showing up in life for, um, we're certainly doing it in a better way, right? Well, and repetition. So once we know something and we repeat it, then it hardwires that into our brain. And then we use it in every aspect of our life and makes us better in every aspect. And you keep knowing more, you keep learning more, you keep getting better. And you you never get to stop. It's always fun. It keeps you young. I mean, it's interesting. (laughs) It is. Well, I find it interesting. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we're going to we're getting towards the end of our time here. So, what is there like top 3? If there's top 3 tips that you can give people when you are creating space in your home, um, you know, what would you recommend? Well, number 1, I would remove any toxic chemicals. So, I wouldn't use any to clean with, and I would be very, very conscious and cautious about what you bring into your home. You know, a rug, a sofa, even a painting could have a finish on it that could be toxic. So before, if somebody has respiratory issues, just pay attention to what you're bringing into the house. That's my, that's my biggest thing. Um, and then I, I like to ask people to be eco-conscious and choose non-toxic products that don't pollute the earth even further by making them and use all of it, whether right. you donate to someone that can use it, whether you make every last piece of Cali Bam for the floor into a table, an end table, just be conscious of how you use and dispose of everything that you're building with, okay. because it, it does have an impact and an effect. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is, like you were talking about, leave space for living in the space. Don't box yourself in. Don't close something off. Don't make it too tight or uncomfortable, or you won't be able to relax there. And that's, that's the flow around the kitchen Island. That's the space between the doorways. That's any place that makes you feel constricted, consider opening up until you can at least feel the space around you and feel peace. I love that. I love that. Jennifer, you are such a gracious, you know, uh, guest to come on. I just love learning something new every single time we talk. Um, I'm so grateful that you're sharing your knowledge of that building experience that you had. So we can look for uh, your blogs forthcoming where you're going to be able to list out and I and I've made some notes so in the show notes we'll list out these companies these resources that you um, rattled off during the course of the podcast so if people want to dig in deeper and I love how you say research you know, be your own advocate, get out there, because if we're constantly giving the answers to you, you're not really learning anything. But if you go dig in and you find the solutions for yourself, now you've learned something and it's going to stick with you, um, you know, to go in the in the future. And if people want to get a hold of you, because not only, you know, do you do work with the energy and the astrology signs, you do work with people 
in terms of their clothing color and that type of thing. But you also are an artist. You make your own jewelry. So let's make sure our guests can get a hold of you. <laughs> well, thanks. So my <laughs> company is called Stone Angel Studios, and my website has most of these things on it. I do a ton of custom work. So I make furniture, I make jewelry, I design clothing, I have people that I work with. So um, I, I'm just most interested in helping people be authentic and anything I can do to help them. I have a, a once hub schedule once um, link that you, I'll do a 30 minute consultation for free. And if you find it interesting and want to go further and learn more, that's there's a multitude of avenues to follow. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you also just started um, the, the previous podcast. We really dug into this most with the menopause, but tell them, tell them what your group is called. So if you are a woman, my age, um, you're going to want to join our group. So, I was sitting around and I'm a Jennifer. And so I all, all of a sudden decided, oh my goodness, all turn 50 because love story of the movie is kind of what did, or at least instigated the name Jennifer being <laughs> popular. There's 33 million women in generation X going through menopause or have gone, just started it or almost all the way through it. So I named my group Genopause and I want to help as many women as possible make the most of menopause by finding out who they are, letting them drop what doesn't work for them. You know, moving forward in the second half of life is like the beautiful wise woman that they are. Just by uh, helping them learn who they are, it's just an incredible opportunity to help women have, find find their power and then therefore their happiness. Yes, yes, I love that, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being here again, and we've we will have another episode forthcoming uh, down the road here where we're really going to walk through uh, my personal home and and the journey of how that's going to look for us. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love listening to you and I love talking to you. It's so fun to have someone that understands that yeah. toxins need to be terminated. <laughs> love it. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one -on -one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.